0: Hi team, thanks for joining me. Welcome to Meditat Moments. My name is Chris Comans. Today I'm going to share with you a little bit about the work that I do. I work with breast cancer patients after mastectomy and breast reconstruction surgery. So that's today's topic. I'm going to talk about mastectomy and breast reconstruction. And this may be useful to you if that you are thinking of going along this line, just giving you a bit of an overview of what's involved in that whole process. So it'll be in collaborating with medical professionals professionals and providing adjuvant services of nipple areola tattooing and this will require you to have an understanding of prior surgical procedures. That will be useful if you understand what the patient has been through by the time they get to you. It's really useful because you want to make sure what you're providing is the best it can possibly be because this is a long process that they have endured. So first of all, we're going to start with mastectomy and there's different types of mastectomies, but most surgeries involve removing the breast in different forms and often there's breast conserving surgery. So what is breast conserving surgery? That may mean just removing the lump. So we're going to get rid of the lump and we're going to conserve the breast and that comes in different excisions. So there might be a wide excision or a quadrectomy and we're going to retain our breasts The other type of surgery is using the periareolar approach where we're going to take the areolas off the breasts and we're going to remove all the breast tissue inside but retain the skin. But then we have to put something else back in there, don't we? So we will talk about that. So mastectomy and breast reconstruction surgery, the surgical processes of that involves expansion they may need to expand that skin after mastectomy so if we've had a full radical mastectomy we have flat skin there now and we may have to stretch that skin out to pop an implant in there well we're definitely going to have to do that if we want to pop an implant in there They need to create a new breast mound if we're having breast reconstruction surgery. Now, what we need to know is that not all women are afforded a breast reconstruction. In Australia, it's only around 20% of women after mastectomy are offered a breast reconstruction or are afforded a breast reconstruction. So not all women have breast reconstruction. And part of this process can involve mastoplexy or reduction of the contralateral breast. So if we've only had one breast removed and we're having reconstruction, we will have mastoplexy. What is mastoplexy? Mastoplexy is a breast lift. So we're going to lift the other breast or we're going to reduce the contralateral breast to match the new reconstructed breast. So the reconstructed breast comes in the form of the golden ratio and they call it the pen method. So the pen method is placing the new breast mound, the nipple areola complex, 18 to 22 centimeters from the sternal notch. Okay so hopefully that gives you a little bit of an overview and we're going to finish off with nipple reconstruction. So not every patient will assume every phase of the process. Each patient will undertake the phases that are uniquely appropriate for their individual requirements. So everybody's different we know that. So reconstruction with implant, let's talk about that. So we just said breast conserving surgery, didn't we? And using the periareola approach. So if we're going to save our breast skin, most instances that will be a low risk breast cancer and we're going to keep that skin, but we need to fill that skin with something. So that may be putting an implant back in there. Now, we might use a cellular dermal matrix to hold the implant in place. Now, what's a cellular dermal matrix? Good question. That is like a mesh material that can be synthetic, might be pig skin that's been denatured, and sometimes it's human skin. Now, they uh, use the acellular dermal matrix to cover that breast um, implant and hold it in place. The other thing they may do is use an um, autologist an area of the body. So we're going to use somewhere else in our body. We're going to use fat and tissue and we're going to fill that breast mound. And often that may come from our tummy in the form of a tummy tuck. So we'll, t- we'll get to that, but we'll talk about reconstruction with implant. So Im- reconstruction with implant after mastectomy can be difficult since the skin of the breast has been removed. Delayed reconstruction requires tissue expansion or stretching of the remaining skin. With a balloon-like expander, they insert it and they gradually fill it up with saline. So that stretches the skin out. Sometimes some of my surgeons use, give the patient like a remote control and the patients can pump saline into the expanders themselves. a time that suits them and as often or as much as they like and as long as it's comfortable for them otherwise you have to go to the surgeon's office and the nurse will do that for you and that takes a few weeks to get the implants or the expanders filled enough so then there's another surgery involved to swap out the expander and replace it with probably a silicon implant Sometimes they don't always do that, sometimes the expander is left in place and that becomes the, the implant itself. So autologist reconstruction is our other option. We're going to use, have a tummy tuck and there's two different types of tummy tuck type of surgeries that they do. One is called diep flap and that is deep inferior epigastric perforator and it's named that just from the artery that it feeds that area of the skin so we're going to sometimes we'll use that artery and we'll move that up to the breast mound as well other times they cut it from the blood supply entirely and then microsurgery is required to reattach the arteries then the other type of reconstruction using the same area and the same type of procedure except it's called tram and our tram is transverse rectus abdominis myocutaneous flap so it's using the same type of tummy tuck surgery except it's using the muscle that used to be the gold standard some time ago but there was a few problems with that tram surgery the other autologous type of surgery is the lat dorsi muscle from our back latissimus dorsi muscle that's the big muscle from our back we're going to use that muscle but we don't have so much fat on our back so we may need to use a small implant. If we do that type of reconstruction, and often when we do that type of reconstruction, we use that when, along with radiation therapy because that big muscle um, stands up to that pounding of the radiation. So there, there's our types of reconstruction, probably the most common types of reconstructions that you'll see in your practice. The other thing you have to remember is that if we've had unilateral mastectomy, we did talk about mastoplexy. So when we've had unilateral mastectomy, they will put that breast mound, position it 18 to 22 centimeters from our sternal notch. So your natural breast may have sagged over time or it may be a really large breast, so they need to reduce it. So mastoplexy is the lift or we will have a reduction to fit into that pen method or the golden ratio. And the final step in this whole process is nipple reconstruction. So, I like to call the nipple reconstruction often. Most of my surgeons will use a local um, tissue flap and they use it on the breast mound and they cut the snow angel out and they twist that skin around and then they do lots of suturing to create a nipple in that area. So, there's the only thing that uh, creates protrusion of that nipple is the twisting of the skin and the scar tissue. There's no structure in that nipple. So often those nipples do fail. They don't always fail, but this is why it's handy to learn the illusion of protrusion. So we've got a nipple reconstruction and the only things that can go wrong is that it will flatten. Sometimes my nurses have said they get necrotic and they fall off. So that will all happen before they come to see you. So when they do come to see you, you're going to try and tattoo that nipple reconstruction to add colour to it. Now abrading that skin and inserting needles into that fibrous scar tissue will create collagen induction and that also causes the nipples to flatten slightly. So there you go, there's all the steps of breast reconstruction the most common types of reconstruction that you will see and we also spoke about nipple reconstruction so that's today's areas covered and I'd like to do another podcast and I'll continue on from here so I hope you all join me for that look forward to continuing on in the coming weeks thanks for joining me